don't sweat the petty stuff and don't pet the sweaty stuff. Welcome to episode 30 of Lunchtime in Rome. This is Eric, and I'm here with Jay and Brian. Um, quick reminder, you can visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. You can watch us live on Facebook. Uh, we usually record on Thursday evening, somewhere in the vicinity of 8, 9 o'clock. And uh, you can participate like our friends Josh, Mary Lynn, and Steph are right now as we kick off this show. Um, and... As we kick off the show, Jay, will you please give us a little description of what the show is about? Too many people, in fact, all people go through life, and one of the biggest problems they have is feeling alone. Yeah. And that can be whether or not they really are alone or they're in a relationship from a big family, small family, no family. There are moments we feel alone. And that was the first problem that God had on earth. Adam felt lonely. So God created relationships. He created Eve. And that is why we do what we do. Yeah, we uh, are modeled after Romans twelve fifteen in the Bible, which uh, which says, "Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn." You join somebody in their emotions so that they don't feel alone. And so, for the first twenty minutes of our podcast, we model that by catching up on each other's lives, talking about food, talk about family, talk about fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call it the triple F's. Uh, <laughs> nobody does the, f- the f- f- yes <laughs> F cubed, uh, not F U. <laughs> F that's cube that's different. different. We don't get into that. <laughs> that's, that's different. Family friendly. So we model that in the first 20 minutes. Some people think, why are they just talking family about friendly. their lives? Oh, it's five quins. <laughs> we're too many Fs. Fs are wild. Um, you know, why are they just talking about their lives? Well, we're modeling what it looks like to join somebody in their emotion. Yeah. And then the next 20 minutes, we go over a topic of the day. Um, we've been talking about behavioral games that couples play to get their needs met without being open and honest and vulnerable. And people fall into about one of six games. And so we've been looking at one game each week. Yep. Or pattern, if you will. And then the last 10 minutes, we throw everything out the window that we've taught and <laughs> tell people why they should do better. Yeah. And then lift it up on a good note saying how people can't do better. Can't do better. So that's what we do. Yeah. And that being said, let's get into our week. So Brian, you want to tell us what you got going on this week? Last week, you had an incredibly excited, sure. excited week, but I think... This week is not a whole lot different, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. It's it, like I'm just in this holding pattern, uh, waiting for the beach. And so a lot of my thought and, and yes. tension... Wishing is, your life away. I'm not wishing it away, but I'm uh, thinking I'm about... I'm daydreaming yeah. about the beach. Yeah. Because we are... Our three families are going. Yeah. The three families. The three families. Three of the four. Not the four families. <laughs> right. Three of the four are going. So. And we're so excited. We are. And um, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, it is, it's just, it's, hey, Cody, what's up, man? Cody's uh, outside the uh, studio. Cody's yeah. outside the studio. So He's, is Maggie. Yeah. They Let's let him are. in. Let's let him in. Hey, everybody. Uh, Ow. Oh, Jay, I don't think you've been oh, like that, man. man. But daydreaming about the beach. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I'm going to be completely honest. I feel like I've been a little bit extra cranky. Like I found myself a couple of times this week just going, am I really turning into that, that guy that is like, get off my lawn, kids? Imagine. And it's like not just one thing. It's like several things. Um, and I don't want to become the, the cranky older guy. I'm kind of already there. Yeah. 
Um, so, you know, I think that was a realization that I had this week that I don't want to become that guy, but I think the, what, the older I get. What sparked that? Great question. What sparked it? Well, yeah, what sparked that thought about yourself? Where have you noticed like, yourself being? Yeah, the curmudgeon. Curmudgeon. Okay. Boy. Transparency? Yeah. I, I sent a text to our, our group last. Actually, I sent a text to Eric and Jay, first of all, talking about oh, yeah. should we go to the beach and buy stuff down there at Sam's Club? Yeah. Because I was at Sam's Club yesterday. I was like, if we need something, I can pick it up here. But then that space in the car that I, I we can do that down there. So I sent a text yesterday to the group, meaning Jay and Eric. And Eric said uh, something, something. <laughs> can you put this in the uh, the group chat? And yeah. Which for some reason, the- I was like, are you the, are you the chat Nazi? <laughs> It just hit me the wrong way, and like, and then I'm like, "What? I shouldn't be mad about that, but why right. am I mad about so that?" So to keep everybody in the loop, I, and I know, yeah, but gotta get the a, wives. The wives are the only ones missing from the group chat. Yeah, but right. then there, that was there was a part of me that was legitimately like, "See, why, why is he being a chat Nazi?" But then there's a part of me that was like, "Cause it makes sense, and that's what we should do." <laughs> and I need to stop it. <laughs> you know? You're having this inner yeah. angry conversation and, and, with yourself. And I am. And then I, then I'm in Sam's club and I'm, you know, I'm like, Hey guys, can, can I, do you want to pick, do you want to go? And everybody's like, no. Like, <laughs> oh, I love, well, this is the best well, because this is not the tone of my text, but I, this is how you read it. But then Jay was like, I'm kind of busy at the moment. He sends a picture from behind the stage, <laughs> which was fantastic. And then Rachel way. sends another, cause I could this, see, I zoomed in. I was like, that's Rachel. I could see her in the audience. Yeah, and then Rachel sends one from the opposite side of the auditorium saying kind of busy at the moment. And I'm like, I just wanted to thank you. No, I just wanted to hear no. Thank you. <laughs> and I get this like storyline. I just murdered somebody. Well, and and, well, you're and the I worst said, person. not going to Sam's Club. You're the worst person in the world. That's what we said. And then there's part of me. I was like, <laughs> well, I'm going to go to Sam's Club. You know, I even have you're a like, head shake. They're in. not coming on vacation anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. You guys are more than welcome. I'm just going to go to Sam's Club. There's a drop. I'll go with you. So, uh, <laughs> So, but like in that, like I was like, and I've had a couple other moments, not you know related to you guys, just other people work, you know, just in ju- that pulling into the high school or the junior high to pick my son up, just like you pull in to pick your 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 daughter up. Yes, they've started going three deep in cars, and I'm like, wow. what the heck? It should be two deep. These buses can't get around, and then when the buses come through, they, they drive, drive through at like forty miles, 40 miles an, hour. an hour. Mad Max, you're the bus driver. You're supposed to drive. So all of these things. And I'm like, why am I? Why am I? I don't want to be the angry guy. I just don't. And right. you have every reason to be angry for each of those. But the alarming thing is it's a little more angry than normal. Yeah. And I don't know why. I think I just need to go on vacation and get some perspective. And it could be, you know, but it is disturbing. Well, but you also have like a high need, you know, for, tr- respect. need for respect. Yeah. And you have this idea and you think it's a great idea and uh-huh. you've put it out there and we're like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> well, like, and you know, you know me, I love Sam's. We talk about it pretty much on every show. Yeah. But the last thing I want to do when we get to the beach is go to Sam's. And I get it. I yeah. totally, I totally get yeah. it. So, so I don't know, you know, and, and there's this lady I used to work with way, way back in the day, like way back in the day. And she had this saying, uh, don't sweat the petty stuff and don't pet the sweaty stuff. <laughs> Whoa. And like for whatever reason that just it just that's keeps pretty good. That's been going through my mind like the past twenty four hours. It's like I am overreacting about things in life and I just need to cool out a little bit. But I'd like to look at that. Because uh, wait. Are we getting into the deep stuff now, Jake? Is uh No no we yet. need to save that for the, the middle twenty. No, because this is part of it. Because Well this is about catching up and it's it's yeah. personal right now. And yeah, I really yeah. haven't eaten anything interesting, so I'll throw that in there, but 
Well, but oh, like tasty said, and healthy. Let's we'll talk about that in a second. Sorry. You said I've been overreacting, but how you react is how you react. Mm-hmm. Now, what you you know again, not a Christian podcast. The Bible says you know in your anger do not sin. Anger in of itself is not a sin. So okay, so you're reacting. Well, there's a reason why you react. Right. You're not just choosing. You know what? Going to be pissed off today. Going to let everybody have it. No. These things are adding on to it. And like you said, it can't simply be you're a little bit burned out, which oh, we didn't talk about this last week. That was a do better that now the uh, be, burnout is an official medical diagnosis. Yes. Mm. So you could be experiencing that. But my point is there's a reason why you don't just choose. It's either a past hurt being inflamed by something present mm-hmm. or a condition of your life right now or something that's going on, which could be, hey, vacation's coming and. One of the big keys to it, and, and I, 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 it's been the thing I think that's been setting me off is Chalupa. Like this is the, she's the nicest. That's the variable. She's the nicest dog. Mm-hmm. I, I love, love this dog, but she has been sleeping in the middle of Alexis and I. And I told Alexis this the other day, mm-hmm. where like Alexis had been waking up and like cuddling with Chalupa, giving <laughs> Chalupa like first kisses, and like like I'm like rolling over and hearing her like making out with the dog, and I'm you like, might want to clarify that. <laughs> that's what it seems to me in my hypnagogic state as i wake up uh no chalupa's a dog making out chalupa's <laughs> not show. another alexis woman is, or man well but still <laughs> oh, if it was alexis making out uh, um cheating on you with a dog yeah well it's but it's like dumb like why am i thinking that and and so but like the thing was like i love alexis and i want to be the first thing that she kisses in the morning and i don't want to get second sloppy kisses from after a dog oh yeah you know chalupa look over at you like yeah that's right pretty much (laughs) she's like you're my you know (laughs) bitch is the word you're looking that was but i'm a i'm i'm a different kind of pastor so (laughs) i don't say those kind of things i'm a christian how much more can we get off the rails so uh anyways that you know that's that's kind of been but it's uh, a new variable it is your life definitely and yeah you know I, and again, I love the dog, but it's like, it's why is that setting me off so much? And then I address it with Alexis and I felt better, you know? So, but oh, I, good. So you guys did talk about it. I did, we did. Good. Yeah. I brought it up. So, um, wait, and, and one of my phrases is when I said I do, yada, yada, meaning yada. when you got married, when I got married, I had no idea what I was saying I do to. When right. you and Alexis stood there before God and your loved ones yeah. and, and, and committed your lives to each other with a covenant with God that cannot be broken or at least should not, you didn't fathom one day you'd say, can you just please kiss me before the dog? Yeah. <laughs> Make out with the dog. I'm your husband. Make out with me first. Uh, no, I did not envision that whatsoever. That did that not whatsoever. come to mind. And, and she's been having migraines again. And, you know, it's, it's like this is going in like to the fourth year of, of really constant migraines where it's just putting her down. And, you know, for me, it's, it's, a, not? I never, like you hear better for better or for worse, sickness and in health. And it's like, yeah, 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 let's say these things. I mean them. But when you're saying them, you don't know what you're saying. You know, you have an idea, maybe kind of, you know, you, you go into marriage and see other people that are having trouble with their marriage because somebody's sick or somebody's addicted or this and that. And mm-hmm. you see other people doing that and going through it. But then when she's on her fourth or fifth year of migraines that are just incapacitating and, to and her. Can I just say, yeah, like, with all due respect to everybody who has migraines, migraines, 
You know right. what I mean? Like I have girls on my volleyball oh. team who are like, oh, oh I, I'm not playing well today. Yeah. I have a migraine. Yeah. And I'm like, no. okay, maybe it is. Yeah, no. Alec- in your world. But Alexis gets big girl migraine. She is the debilitating. Debilitating. debilitating she and popsicle. She, uh, she describes them as hot wires, you know, being poked through her eye. And it's, <laughs> and you know, she, she has to function. And, and like today she had to call off after working for like an hour because she just couldn't do it. And she was down all day, you know? And so that's, that's been something that's been, you know, uh, it's just after anything chronic, just, it, it takes it out of you, yeah. you know? And, and I'm not the one with the mind. How long I'm has it been bad it. again? Um, she, she was doing really well for about a year and a half. And, and then recently I would say like, what's recently, um, I would say the past three to four months ish. Oh, really? Even that long like that. Yeah. So there's another variable in your life that you can't fix. It's the dog. What? She, oh, right. Well, no, I don't think it's the dog. She, she, she's kind of self-adjusted, but it's having a similar impact too, Mm -hmm. because there's nothing worse than not being able to fix something or someone Mm -hmm. as a typical man. Mm -hmm. And you're, the kind of guy. All right, let's fix it. I'm mm-hmm. on the, you know, and that's one of the worst things about her migraines is there's nothing I can you do. You can't do anything. I can support her in the best ways, you know, give her encouragement, ask her, can I, you know, get anything for you? But it's the same. It just becomes the same thing. It's the same. No, you can't. There's nothing, you know, right. and, and what so. I'm saying is you look at your frustrations recently. You know, you can't make people at Linton park the way they're supposed to. You no. can't make us respond the way we're supposed to. You can't do it's it, you can't you're, you're you own the dog. Mm-hmm. Dogs in the between you and you can't nope. dog can't. Yep. Nope. Well, she can go in the crate and that's what's going to happen here. Yeah, soon. damn right. She's going to go in the crate. That's right. That's right. Um, but I don't want to hug the whole segment. The other thing is no, but that's important. Um, it is important and we could probably, you know, spend a lot more time on that stuff, but this isn't, you know, Brian, the Brian show. So, um, tasty and healthy was, it's a, it's a, I think a Lebanese restaurant around us, or it's, it's some kind of Middle Eastern ish and they're just Shorma. so good. Falafel. Well, you didn't like them. I didn't like, you the, didn't like the sauce. Yeah. The, uh, their falafel yep. so good. You didn't like the falafel sauce. That's right. Right. The, which I love. I that's do too. Tzatziki. That's Greek. Yeah. Crap. What is it? It is like a yogurt. It is like a yogurt sauce, though. Somebody, somebody, uh, Facebook, tell me what is a, the sesame sauce called? Something you would dip falafel into. It's like a whitish. If I stop thinking about it, I'll find it. Yeah. Um, it's like this consistency of sour cream. Yeah. And it's, it's really like feet. No. No. Tastes delicious. (laughs) It's really good. Yeah. So that, that's, I I love it. It's, it's a store real close to us in the Penn Hill shopping center. And for like two people, it's like 15 bucks with the falafel and like two meals. You you know, really reasonable. So just, I love it. It's one of those cool little places. So that's my story. Yeah. So this week, the saga continues with my eye. Yeah, man. Still recovering. And hey, you um, look a lot better. You received some comfort, though. From, sorry. Well, from one of our listeners. Oh, no, I feel bad. Did Josh come and lick you in the eye? Oh, yes. Josh came and licked you in the eye? (laughs) No. His spit. That's a good drop. Did Josh come and lick you in the eye? His spit is miraculous. (laughs) No, Mary Lynn. um, Wants to be like Jesus. Or wrote in to uh, via Facebook yes. and sent me a, a great message on and describing of how her and her husband were listening to uh, our show on the road and she actually had to like turn it off because of my description of mm, what happened. Her chest so bad. Yeah, we really got into your eye last week. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Um, but thank you, Marilyn, for reaching out. I that really did mean so much to me. Um, and it looks a ton better. 
it right it feels so much better hey it, if you're just listening for the first time uh eric scratched his cornea on yes, a tent yes memorial day and um he said with compassion so f- this eye my left eye will be forever blurry a little bit i'm praying against that Are that's you, not normally what i do so the doctor told you that for real like like there's no ifs ands or buts short of divine intervention that if it's gonna and get like, better it'd be better by now right it's oh, it's pretty forget much that healed. doctor <laughs> actually i really do love great my doctor. eye doctor um dr james boulevard eyes in oakmont she's phenomenal Not a sponsor um but yeah if i now i do want to say i'm fine i can see 2020 with both my eyes open i can see just fine um if i look through my left eye it's like 2025 so like everything's just slightly blurry um, but like I can still read stuff like I can read Jay's shirt, you know, from here and, and that, but it is slightly blurry and I can kind of feel a fatigue mm. on this eye all the time or like towards the end of the day, Josh comes through tahini sauce. There it is. Josh. Tah- tahini sauce. Thank you, Josh. And Morgan's listening now too. So we can't go back to what he was saying earlier about the problems in the relationship. All right. Um, and <laughs> so it just kind of feels swollen slightly. Mm. And that's going to continue or that's going to. That I don't know. That I need to follow up with. I'm so interested in your eye. I have so many questions. Are you <laughs> going to get a contact to offset the blurriness now? That you can't. It's it's too much, too like small l- of a. Lenses can't. Because okay. like the part that your glasses that, that correct your vision mm. is deeper in your eye mm-hmm. the cornea is just like the outer layer that like protects all the insides of your eye mm. so if you scratch that there's nothing you can do it's like scratching a window to look outside uh-huh like you can clean it you yeah. know but you're never going to get rid of the scratch mm. right that's um, annoying oh and that's so annoying for you because you're the guy that just absolutely loves a clean phone and a clean screen. I see everything. I'm so clean meti- windshield. I'm everything. Meticulous. And now you have to live with this. Right. But like I'm getting used to it and it's okay. Okay. You know, I did have a little moment when I was sitting in the chair like, wow, my vision is never going to be the same. Mm-hmm. And I can't do anything about it. But also I'm very thankful I didn't lose yeah. my eye. Yeah. And I'm thankful that I can still see 2020. Like it's okay. Yeah. You know? Um, and I noticed like today I was so tired. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm hoping that goes away. I'm hoping like I, I'm not fatigued every it's day. Just like, trying to compensate. I came home and I just crashed. Yeah, trying to compensate for that stress now. I was so done. Luckily, mm-hmm. Amy was out. That her and her mom took Maggie to Target um, to buy a couple things for the beach, and um, I was like, I'm gonna lay down because I am just mm-hmm. I, I couldn't I couldn't take it anymore. So I was very tired. Um, and food this week, Chick Fil A. I haven't had Chick Fil A in a long time. And since I've been doing no sugar, no grain, I ate it, and now I feel like total garbage. <laughs> uh, emo- physically or emotionally? Like, I mean, like I'm saying, are you like, oh, I can't believe physically. I ate that? Yeah, physically. Or literally in your gut, you're like, oh. Did you go full boat, like get the uh, frosted lemonade? Oh, and, no. I nah. just got I just got a crispy chicken sandwich okay. and waffle fries. And that's still making you. Oh, I'm just like. Burp. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think it is? The breading and the the breading. Oh, and the bread? the beach. The breading and the bread. Well, the beach is. All, yeah. All rules are off. Well, but then there's the beach area that just seems to just you can eat anything. You can eat whatever you, you want. Can don't, you don't have to sleep that's at the, all. That's my favorite thing about being a person that loves food. That's the best thing about the the beach because like, I feel like everything is acceptable. Because like we'll be like, hey, like Jay will be like, hey, you hungry? And I'm like, 
I could eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like here's some scallops. Yep. Sweet. Once, once again, the Bible says all things are permissible. Right. Not all things are advisable, except right. at the beach. Right. Except at the you beach. You have to look it's, it's in, in there. there. It's, right. It's, it's a different right version. Well, it's the, it's the, 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 new, the new Pope translation. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's the, actually, it's the, uh, the new Jersey edition of the Bible. <laughs> the new Jersey. Let's <laughs> see what you did there. I'll be here all week. But yeah, I is better. Um, Tip the still try your waitress. Love, love uh, Chick-fil-A, and I will eat it again, but not soon. So that brings us to Jay. Yeah. Um, I could talk about food. I could talk about I made chili, um, which I make it with a lot less tomatoes because tomatoes uh, hurt my belly like a man, he said. Mm -hmm. But um, but I uh, deglaze with a little too much red wine because you want to put a little red wine to give a little depth of flavor. So then I had to make another batch of chili uh, (laughs) just to make it mellow it out a little bit. I could talk about that. Um, I could talk about the I could talk about lots of things, but I just want to keep talking about house ball. Oh, dude. House ball is so much fun. I talked about it last week, didn't I? Yeah. Well, I'm going to talk about it this week. It is such a great time between Joe and myself. That's and awesome. what's cool is... Now, is it just you and Joe? Has, has Bella... Rachel, Rachel and Bella both hit the ball like twice and we're like, no. <laughs> Not our thing. Right. And although one day Bella was there as a fielder, just hanging out because Rachel was gone, and I ripped it and I nailed her right in the thigh, <laughs> and it was outstanding. She dropped like I mean, it like was just going, Ouch. it was so great. Ouch. But um, <laughs> like today, oh, I had the long, well, you guys heard about this, but I hit the longest home run yet. It actually went over the house, which is a home run. Yep, and then across the street into my neighbor's yard, across the street in yeah. Devon's yard. Um, I could talk about how I was beating Joe today nine one. And then Rachel called, and I was on the phone with Rachel, pitched it to Joe. He line drives it off the house, which is one point. But if I catch it, he's out. And I turned oh. and caught it backhanded, one-handed. <gasps> and that was right after I'd scored nine runs. And Snap. he's just throwing the bat and <laughs> smashing it into the ground and everything else. But what I want to share today is, um, also, I ended the game with a sweet diving catch, which is why I have a little dirt on my shoulder. Um, my neighbor, John, uh, the one that I borrow all the tools from and break them and all that stuff. And he's just the greatest neighbor ever. And he knows that we play and he'll be on his porch and it's just covered in and screened in. So you can never see that he's there. Plus it's behind the trees and you'll just hear, well, that was a good swing. <laughs> no, that was a good one. <laughs> and it takes me back to my grandfather with all mm. due respect to John, who is arguably 50 years younger than my grandfather would have been. Um, because my, my grandfather was on my mom's side, Paul Bob Bronner, and I've told you this before, was the guy that no matter what you did, it was the greatest. Uh, oh, that's the best. Do it. You're the best. You're the greatest. And so it's so funny when I'll rip it and, you know, hit a good shot and I hear John. That's a good swing. You, you play ball, Jay. That's a good swing. But it's also great because it's an out if it goes into John's yard. Okay. As far as being, he is not the curmudgeon. Get mm-hmm. the ball out of my yard. Right. And like That's today, good. he's working on his pool and he's back and forth. And I just heard him at one point because Joe hit a ball that was like above the trees but coming down. And I hear John, That's an out. <laughs> <laughs> and he just throws it over the hedges. That's and we awesome. Keep he kind of knows the rules. Oh, of he knows it, the rules of house ball. He's great. down. He gets it. That's um, fun. So that's just what I'm excited about. And we're just building that. I mean, I look at Joe and we're just like, house ball? He's like, oh, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. we go down and we, and we play some house ball. Yeah. And it's it's just a lot of fun. I got to hit. You know, I told you before how he hit me and it really hurt. Yeah. I hit him this week. I dropped him. 
And he was like, you weren't wrong. You were wrong. Gosh, that hurts so bad. Gosh, that hurts so bad. And which gets me an extra out, which is even better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when he when he screams about how bad it hurts. No, if or you just nail hurting. the other person, not only are you not out because he didn't catch it, yeah. but you get an extra out. You only get one out and then the other person's up. Mm. How can you get out? Uh, in you the either yard catch it in the fly. Or you catch it on the fly. Catch it on the fly. Hit it and it stays in the trees. We call that a way out, even though you're just still out. Oh, way But out. like you're way out. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> but if it goes, yeah, in either of the side yards. Yeah. Um, Neighbor, neighbor's yards. Neighbor's yards. Yeah. Or if you catch it on the fly or off the house, like I did. So it was a line drive off the house, but as it was coming back, I caught it. He still gets a point for hitting the house, but he's out. Are you bringing these balls and bats to the beach? We were talking about it the other night, and uh, we're going to figure it out. What it. I think we just draw lines in the sand. Yeah, we're going to. With all yeah. due respect to Omar Gaddafi. I don't get that one. <laughs> Do we hit towards human? the ocean? Would no, you got to go away fun? from the ocean. I don't know. Why not? We can go out and get the ball. Mm. I don't know that anybody that's listening cares. Um, uh, can I say one more thing before we move on? General not, Ple- not to rush General you. Pleshkowski is listening. That's what you need to know. Oh, snap. Oh, the go general Everybody listening. on their best behavior. You had the moment with Joe. I had the moment with Ethan, my son, who's yeah, yeah. 12, where... I started the lawnmower for him and said, go. And he, so now oh, he's snap. He's getting 20 bucks to do the backyard. Okay. And That's he's backyard, like though. jumping on it. And yeah, but it's, it's, oh, it's 20. I should have, I, I, I think I kind of screwed myself. I think yeah. I should have told him the backyard and the other, like the other side of the front. Cause there's that big, like, you know, the big field, which I cut. That's, that's in the front. Yeah. That's tough. It can be a little daunting cause it does slope and it gets pretty, it could be pretty difficult for a 12 year old. Yes, yeah. but watching my son use oh. the lawnmower, glad that he's making money. Yeah, okay with going out there to sweat because he is a gamer. He yeah, does, right. he is has a, a lot of inside time. Has a lot of inside time, but he's loving the fact that it's physical and that he's making money. Yeah, and like he's jumping at it. And um, I just there was this one moment where he was coming back toward. I was looking out through the window, and he's coming back towards me. He's got this red hair, and he's going through a growth spurt. He's getting bigger, and he's pushing this lawnmower. He's got these sunglasses on, and I'm just like, my goodness, you know, it's just one of those dad moments. A new in the season back, in yeah. the background. You hear sunrise, sunset, <laughs> sunrise, and tear comes down. Brian's in the cradle and the silver yeah. spoon, yeah, little silver spoon. No, but you're there. It's right. that's the difference. That's why yeah. I love sunrise, sunset. Fiddler on the roof. On. But what, yes, what did yes. you eat though? This week? On the roof. I went over chili. I ate lots of stuff. <laughs> Nothing special. <laughs> I made more ribs. They were fine. Right, do you, you don't have, still have that cow that you bought, do you? I'm still working away. Oh, are you? Yeah. One of these days, I'm going to talk about cooking the heart and the tongue. I'm excited for that. Mm. We've already talked about eyes. Let's talk about the rest. Yeah, of Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why do you ask? Just because? Yeah, just because it, it's been what? Hey, long two story short. Here's the, here's the summary on the cow. The ground beef. It wasn't really worth it. Hmm. It was. It was. I could see that actually. It, it had a texture to it. It was like almost like I would end up. Uh, well, Rachel didn't like the texture, and then I came around to not liking the texture. Either. Really? Yeah, the flavor was great, but I think it was too low in fat. I think I maybe need to add fat or something. Yeah, you do. Because after fat I was done, I would be like, yeah, and spitting out little beef nuggets. But Rachel and I were able to come to an understanding. And uh, the ground beef of the grass-fed uh, cow that we bought, so that we didn't have to play any games to uh, come to that conclusion. But Do sadly, people play games in relationships. People, I would say this, fall into behavioral games because the key, one of the keys to a successful relationship, is being open, honest, and vulnerable. Like Brian, you modeled with Lex when you just said, "Look." 
I need a little bit of affection before the dog gets affection. Yeah. And that's risky. That's the vulnerable part because she could have said, really, you're jealous over a dog. You're so weak and mm-hmm. walked away. Yeah. And you would have been like, no. But instead, you were I'd have been like, I'm fine. <laughs> and now Cody's right here just yeah. getting at you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which we do need to give my man Jeff Platt a shout out because he told us that Cody's stealing the show on Facebook and to never work with animals or children. <laughs> <laughs> he tends to do that. But before we get into this week's game, could we give a little recap of the past two, like high-level recap? We most certainly can. The first week, yeah. um, we talked about, uh, I don't even know the title, is Nothing's Wrong versus hooked right which was sort of the game that rachel and i played before we realized we were playing it which is um i would be upset about a, a, a need that wasn't met and again these things aren't conscious it's not like you go hmm my needs aren't being met i think i'm gonna storm around the house and slam some drawers right and stomp my feet mm-hmm. and then whenever rachel asks me what's wrong i'm going to say nothing right you don't mean to do that, but you find yourself doing that. Right. And I'm doing that in that situation because I'm afraid if I say to Rachel, honey, I don't feel respected. She'll say, I don't care, which is going to hurt. So I don't right. say that. Right. She doesn't inherently know or the person that is hooked doesn't isn't aware of emotional needs. And so that person's just like, what? Why are you mad? I don't even know. Is there a problem? And so they can bliss and or else they know, but they don't want to address it because they're not used to that. So then they can just let the other person stomp their feet because, well, then I don't have to ask. So that's the game that she and I played a lot. Yep. Brian, last week you and, talked. And Amy and I played that a little bit. Sure. You know, and, and Brian identified a good bit with that. Which I didn't think I'd, I would, but when we started talking about it, I did. Right. No, no, no. That that was the one that I, I definitely knew about. Yeah. Because that's me. You know. The other one, the next one that yeah. Jay's going to feature. That was, that was I that was complainer. Yeah procrastinator Mm -hmm. that one was surprising how did you identify with that well it was the when you hear complainer like you think somebody that's always you know nagging or blah 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 blah. but it turns out like for me it was more of a um like like the cleanliness of my house you know that was something a space issue a space issue you would always ask people take care of your stuff yeah can can you can you do this and then you don't get that need met and because the other person's playing you know a different kind of game and so you know i just never realized that that was that was also part of how it manifests in yourself yeah yeah, because right. I don't I don't consider myself a complainer. I always try to be like a solutions guy, you know, and, and a positive guy. Yeah. But when you it, not necessarily complaining, just just being the person that's like, here's what I desire and it's not met. So, you know, now you are feeling bad about that. Yeah. Right. And even in, like you said, that manifests itself with your kids a lot, which is even tougher, because if you are the quote unquote complainer, you feel like, oh, now I'm being that parent. And I'm just beating them up. Yeah. Always mm-hmm. asking, always asking, always asking. But yet, right. why don't you just do what I say? Right. Right. You know, and that gets to that level. Yeah. And I identify with that too. Um, so I'm a little bit of that too. And I'm a little bit of this week. A little bit country. A little bit of rock and roll. Where's right. that from? Where's that from? I know the song, but I can't uh, remember the name. Yeah. Bonus points for anybody on Facebook. Ooh, snap. So I'm this one is games on Facebook. Performer versus yes. But isn't it a Chevy commercial or something? A Chevy performer, <laughs> which, by the way, no, 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 that, no, the, the, a little the, bit of country, a little bit, little bit of that's a, it's on a Chevy commercial. Uh, it's long before that. Okay. Well, no bonus points for you. I recognize Chevy. 
Um, but you took me to Chevy, which took me to the fake Chevy commercials as far as can't do better to jump ahead. (laughs) Can't do better. Oh, no. The guy from Boston? Yeah. Oh, that guy can't do better. (laughs) Right. Those are outstanding. The commercials are the worst. (laughs) I'm like, these are not realistic scenarios. Correct. So in this game, it's common... Donnie and Marie, Mary Lynn. Mary Lynn. Thank boom, you. roasted. No, boom. <laughs> Bonus points. Five points. Uh, this game is a common one with couples in a power struggle as one gives suggestions, but the other always shoots them down. It oftentimes is played by couples who are anxious about closeness and use the game to avoid intimacy and personal responsibility. So it's sort of this dance that they go through where things never quite get done. And it just one person suggests the other shoots it down. Mm. The performer can become frustrated and angry. And the yes, but person often feels unimportant and martyred. Each player often escapes, quote unquote, into priorities, jobs, kids, whatever. The greatest way to do this is through the example, because when you hear this example, if this applies to you, it's going to ring a really loud bell and hit you somewhere deep in your soul. So today playing the role of performer is Eric Hammond and playing the role of yes, but is Brian. That's me. Very good. You have the first line. Oh, oh, there's a whole script. I was, I'm looking down <laughs> at the bottom there. <laughs> uh, I wish we could go out to dinner sometime together, together sometime. Let's plan on that this Friday. <sighs> but I'm so tired on Friday. We'll go Saturday then. You know, it's it's really hard to get a babysitter. I can arrange for my sister to keep them. Oh, I, f- I feel kind of guilty asking her since we don't pay her. I can ask Jennifer across the street then. I don't think she's very responsible. Let's just forget it. End scene. That tore into my soul listening <laughs> to the two of you. I'm like, can't you guys just get together? <laughs> um. Yeah, So in, so for Amy and I... Amy um, can feel a little anxious sometimes and is waiting for the shoe to drop for like, well, this or that or this or this could happen and that could could happen. And then where my mind goes is I want to do facts, logic and reason and say, well, here's how I see it. There going. hasn't and, been a comet this, hitting the house for the past. <laughs> and, and we'll ever. be good. You know, and the, right. There's we can do this. It'll be Friday night and we're going to do this and blah, 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 blah. blah. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say that. We are at a point now where I kind of can go into facts, logic, and reason. What I found is that to comfort her is I talk it out. And I talk about, all right, Friday night, let's 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 go over all the details. And, and we are at a point where she does come to a realization. But it hasn't been always like that. It was – there's been cases where it's like, all right, we're not going. And we'll just kind of do whatever. Right. Yeah. So, why the yes, but player plays the game. So, that's the person, you know, that is always saying, I want this. I want this. I want this. Mm-hmm. And the other person says, all right. They're the fixer. Yeah. If that makes sense. They yeah. answer. All right. Yeah. Then, here's the answer. Right. Here's the answer. Yep. Here's the answer. The yes, but player continues to play in order to maintain attention on unmet needs without having the needs met which could bring closeness and prompt fear that attention might no longer be given. Wow. That's deep. It's deep. Tell me why it hits you like that. 
just it's so self-sabotaging and it's so it's such a fear-based way of living and like i not that i'm not afraid of things but i tend not to live out of fear i tend to live out of faith or yeah we've talked about that and and so for me that's that's really interesting because you're you're sabotaging you're stealing joy from yourself and from other people in an effort to continue a game which really stinks for you and other people and you would like to in theory not be that person it's like uh, i i just i just had the instance on in the office where uh angela dwight goes to new york city for angela to cover up one of her mistakes and she's like so happy and she invites pam out for coffee and and pam's like don't you feel good don't you kind of feel like you don't don't you wish you felt like this all the time (laughs) and that's what i see here is it's like if you just get over that fear of not you know like like waiting for it's the okay to drop or something. it's okay for you to have that need met you're still going to have attention paid to you just and and quit robbing yourself of the, the the nice things out of life and the reason why they can't is because most likely that need hasn't been met mm-hmm. that it's mommy and daddy did attention right and so they've got to make sure that attention is they always have that person on the hook right and, and there are some situations when we were, Amy and we were talking about that there were some situations growing up where she would be let down and she wouldn't go to the exciting thing that she was looking forward to and the shoe would drop and she wouldn't go so because this thing would come up or so for you, you to know, say whatever. no honey it's going to be perfectly fine she's like yeah historically it <laughs> right 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 and it's funny you brought up angela because i thought of uh angela um with the engagement to andy oh because she would say, well, it's got to be this. Uh-huh. And then he would do it. Do she's it. like, not like that. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, what about this? It's and very she's true. Like, mm, not like that. That's like the perfect example of this. It really. Besides you, this example in here. Ex- well, even better. Um, the they, perf- they got paid a lot more money. They did. And it was funnier. <laughs> and it was way funnier. And they didn't solve anything. <laughs> no. The performer might continue to play out of a need for approval and appreciation, hoping that somehow these needs might be met if the effort is satisfactory. Yep. What's funny is, you know, and I like to be open and honest and vulnerable, but like I can think of a couple people as we talk about this and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was a relationship. Mm. And, you know, they're not together now. And I was, it's just like, oh yeah, yeah. She always had to keep, or he, um, on the <laughs> end, you know, always on the string. Mm-hmm. And he was, and or she was just dying to meet mm-hmm. that need, mm-hmm. and it just never worked, and it never worked, and it yeah. was, it just couldn't ever be met, and they are it's, it's exhausting. Just, oh, it's terrible, and it's exhausting, and it's sad because they, you know, when you play these games, you love each other, but you don't have a successful way of meeting each other's needs, right? And so you fall into these things, and it's so interesting. Like Brian, you pointed out that this goes so deep, and then last week with the one that you recognized with mm-hmm. that was so deep, and you didn't even recognize that it was a game, but it is a game. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's very interesting when you start to analyze this because there are games that are obvious mm-hmm. that people play, but like these are just so these are sneaky and well, know. like you could re- like reading through the script, you can you can kind of recognize that there is a game being played. Like, okay, just yes. say yes, just but go. That's, just right, do- it's very on the surface, but the explanation the- is just so right. And like our conversations aren't exactly like that. Mm-hmm. You're an Amy, you and Amy, right? Yeah. But they're and before related. you learned how to be open and honest and vulnerable, I'm sure they yeah. were a lot more like that. Sure, yeah, and like we're like, cure. what is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, the yes, but person, uh, which is the person that never quite 
you know, commits to something, you know, is always yeah. saying, oh, yeah, but hence, yes, but uh, their underlying issues is uh, the yes, but often feels such a magnitude of unmet needs that they don't really expect someone to freely and lovingly give it to them. Mm. Which, if that doesn't break your heart, I don't know what does. Right. Well, it doesn't break your heart if you're the performer uh, because it's driving you crazy. Right. And you're just trying to fix it. <laughs> the performer often keeps playing out of a need for acceptance, approval, and appreciation. Now, here's where it comes from. Mm. The unhealed childhood hurts. The yes, but person may have considerable pain from unmet needs associated with a hurtful or neglectful environment. Very little unconditional giving. Mm -hmm. The performer may have unresolved hurt from a lack of approval and acceptance. So the way out of this for the performer, that's the person that keeps finding the answer and it doesn't matter. Um, scream and yell. No, <laughs> lovingly reassure your spouse concerning your desire to help present a maximum of three options. That's so funny because as we got to that one, I'm like, still not going to work. <laughs> not going to work. Um Gently delineate that your spouse is now free to decide and responsible for deciding. It's interesting how we kind of naturally have done that. We, you. Me and Amy. Correct. Yeah. Um, even though like we haven't like analyzed this no. situation before, right. before we started doing this on the podcast, but over time of like emotional needs and comfort and stuff, we kind of, this is kind of where we headed. In right. this direction, which well, is kind of interesting. It is. Yeah. Now, for the yes, but person, listen to the suggestions offered and think about them. So now what's interesting about this is this is a concerted effort to fix the game. Too often we hear these and you think, okay, how can I get out of the game? Mm -hmm. But in this instance, the yes, but person, the other person's got to be trying to get out of the game by offering you multiple suggestions. Right. Um, but listen to the suggestions offered and think about them. Pick one of the suggestions or suggest one of your own mm. and enjoy one of the suggested ideas as something positive rather than focusing on the negative of what you you don't have or what won't work. Right. Um, you know, and this all comes, by the way, once again, from the Center for Relational Care, where I received my training um, and in Austin, Texas, in Austin, Texas. Yes, Jay. Yes. So I just want to make sure we give credit to them. Um, that one, I think, is the hardest, that last bit of advice. Like, look at the positive and not the negative. Yeah, because you've not done that your entire life, and now you're going to, you know. Right. But. Yeah, and it, that is something that speaks volumes. Like, there are times where I, I get stuck up on the negative, and there are times where I have to be very adamant about, like, thinking about the positive. Because I have so much positive. Like, you, you guys know. Mm -hmm. You know. Best um, friends. Right. I got the best friends in the world, best wife best daughter i got you know great job and all that and great co-man co-man the dog um but you still need to kind of remind yourself you know that there that there is good and i think it's important to have good friends because the yes but person has been hurt so much their whole life and they've had their needs not met that they need somebody to join them in their pain from childhood to join them in their pain from unmet needs throughout their life, but also to be that person that can gently, once they've joined them in their pain, gently say, you know what though, your husband really is doing a great job, you know, or to, to help them see the positive mm. Mm. and in themselves. Yeah. 
because in a vacuum, it ain't happening. Mm-hmm. That and is huge. And we're that's, you know, we were made to be in relationships with one another. And so what happens if you're this game and one of the two parties isn't willing to come to the table to, to fix it? Because you said this is a joint effort to. Well, all the games really are. Sure. Um, to but you that. specifically said this one. Well, right. In the solutions, uh, it's okay. predicated. Upon okay. That. So all of them, you need, you, yeah, need, you yeah. need to recognize them, both of you. Right. And then come together. What happens if one's willing and the other's not? Well, and that's another tenet of a successful relationship is mutual giving. Mm-hmm. If one person says, look, things aren't working and they go, oh, they're fine. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that. I've seen that in relationships where one spouse said, we need counseling. We need to fix this relationship. The other went, things are fine the way they are. Yeah. And then sadly, the other person said, all right, I'm ready. And the other person said, it's too late. Mm. So you've got to, I mean, you're not going anywhere if one person wants to fix it. I yeah. mean, you can, you can be long suffering. And if we were going to be a Christian podcast for a minute, you know, you can say, okay, this is my mission field. I'm going to pray that God's going to change their heart mm-hmm. and, and pray to that end. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a much longer road to mm-hmm. who, um, because relationships are hard. They're, they're hard with one person. Um, but if you have two girlfriends, that's even more difficult in a situation where you're going to need to do better. Yeah. Do better. So the, we didn't go over who's going first. Do you want to go first? Well, I, he I pretty much set that right up right there. Right? Le'Veon Bell. One of the best segues ever. Oh, and so yeah. uh, let me see. That's funny. How did Let's you, see how Eric can ruin Jay's transition this how, week. How did you poop on that transition without taking your pants off, son? <laughs> <laughs> so... We are in the do better segment where we talk about people that need to do better. Yes. And I'm just going to dump on Le'Veon Bell. He's, <laughs> he's the former Steelers running back. Um, he's this, he's to me, he's the, 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 the prototypical stereotypical overpaid hit the lottery with his genetics sports person and has worked hard. He's worked hard. Sure, he's worked hard. I, I'll, I'll say you that you, you don't to get to the NFL. NFL right now. He lost weight you know, after his rookie year and reinvented yes, himself. He, he's worked hard, but been gifted. He's been gifted and given a lot, but taken advantage of by the Steelers and not given oh, the contract. Those that, nasty. I mean, they wouldn't give teams, him the guaranteed money. No, that he ended up. Uh, he's just such a moron. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Le'Veon Bell's girlfriends, and this is from Fox News. Plural. Yeah, they use quotes. Girlfriends allegedly rob New York Jets star of 520 G's worth of jewelry. That's thousands. That's $520,000 worth of jewelry. Do better. Don't have $500,000 worth of jewelry. New York Jets star Le'Veon Bell's so-called girlfriends vanished with more than $5,000 in jewelry from the running back's Florida home, authorities said Wednesday. 500000 Five hundred thousand. Yes. Did I say five hundred? You just said five thousand. Five hundred thousand. Bell returned from the gym. Oh, he returned home from the gym. Well, he's Good working job. hard. May twenty fifth, and found the women gone and his jewelry missing. Hollywood police. This is Hollywood, Florida. Said the two girl, the two women were referred to as Bell's girlfriends, according to police re- obtained. Re- to according a police report obtained by the Associated Press, Bell's closet was in disarray and all his jewelry was missing, including two gold chains with diamonds, a Black Panther pendant with black and white diamonds, and a Rolex, he said. The items were valued at $520,000. Police said they were investigating the alleged theft. The two women were not identified. Bell was seen practicing with the Jets on Tuesday. So good for him. I'm he, curious. He was able to put that so who's aside. supposed to do better here? Uh, Le'Veon everybody. Bell. everybody. Just, just <laughs> Bell. Well, I'm wondering what happened if... They the the girlfriends found out about each other and they were like, 
Well, let's go over to his house and uh, so on the fun level, he's got to do better at keeping the girls separate, (laughs) right? Okay, or just life choices. I think (laughs) when you're going to have two girls. Okay, all right. So you're saying he shouldn't have two girlfriends at the same time. Smart. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's not just the story. Maybe it's the overall Le'Veon Bell that I know from the media and the whole drama. Just do he's better, just, just do better at, at every turn. You're like, wow, that guy is just the worst. Now he's no Antonio Brown. Uh, they're. Uh, can you believe we had both of them on the team Antonio at Brown's the same worst. time? And we won anything. Wow, we didn't. Uh, what, what have we won? It's all about championships. Sorry, I digress. <laughs> but what about Mike Tomlin? I said oh, I digress. We don't have time. We don't have time. I said we don't I have time. I said I digress. I said good day, sir. I said, I said good, good day. day. But so number one, don't have two girlfriends. Number two, if you're gonna have two girlfriends, don't let them near your jewelry. Do a better job. Number three, yeah, Levy and Bell. Don't have five hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry. Just hanging around. No, five hundred twenty. That's twenty. Twenty thousand. You left out. Twenty thousand. Yeah. You said five hundred thousand. It's 520. 520 that's 000. an extra 20. That's like some that's a, people's that's a key wage okay. for the year. That yes. is like, that's the car I drive. <laughs> Almost that's as much as I paid four of the cars and that just I like, drive. <laughs> <laughs> I used Kia Forte. Well, at this point, yeah, it's more than, yeah. Regardless, there's a lot of things that could be done better in the story. Yeah. Girls do better. How are you going to fence that stuff? You it's can't. very descriptive. Black yeah, Panther. Black Panther. Well, right. Where'd you get that? It's mine. No. <laughs> Probably custom no, made. No, you got to do better if you're yeah, going to get right. back at him. You black I inherited him. it from my grandfather. No. <laughs> so they should do better as well. Right. Yeah. I have a story. And but I'd like to go next. Okay. Because I have a can't do better. Yeah. And if I do the next oh, do we better, still go back I go forth. back to back. All right. I feel you. And this one's quick. Texas family given okay. what? A fake cake by Walmart Bakery. This was sent in by Lex, so thank you for thank you, Lex. Uh, between, submitting a story. Between her migraines, she was able to see a story on the computer. Right. And I want you to know about joining somebody in their pain and not being a jerk for your own sake. Because I wanted to say, hey, Lex, give Chalupa a big kiss for me since you sent this in. <laughs> but that wouldn't be sensitive to your feelings, so I won't say that. <laughs> A Texas family said they were shocked to cut into a cake they bought from Walmart and discovered it was made of ooh polystyrene. Mm. Delicious. Nellie Flores said she and her sister, Marcy, M-A-R-S-I, I will be the first to say, do better. <laughs> Don't name it. That poor girl her whole life. Oh, it's Mar. Either one of two things has happened with Marcy. Yeah. Her whole life she said, no, it's with an S. No, mm-hmm. it's just what my parents mm-hmm. named me. Yeah, it's an S. I don't know why they named me this. Or. Marcy. Well, that's possible, too. Or when she says, my name's Marcy, and they say, oh, M-A-R-C-I-E, she goes, no, it's with an S. <laughs> and now she's that girl. Uh, so do better there. I do the whole Brian with an I thing. Brian instead, with an I. Instead of the Y. Right. And I make jokes about it. No, I, I spell it the right way. I think it was I. on the Jim Rome show where a guy called in, and his name was Ryan. And he was like, it's Ryan, not Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> they would play that clip for hours. It's Ryan, not Ryan. <laughs> Anyhow, they ordered the cake for graduation party, but employees told them uh, later that the order had been lost. Do better, Walmart. Ugh. So a Walmart manager told Marcy she could have one of the display cakes. <laughs> it wasn't until after they cut it, they learned it was just frosting-covered polystyrene. I want to say, once again, I don't want to victim blame here, but maybe Marcy should do better because did it weigh? What a cake should weigh. 
I, and I have more thoughts as, as the right. story goes well, on. Well, there's not much more to it. They were given a $60 Walmart gift card as compensation and a voucher for a free cake. Yeah. They did not specify another free polystyrene <laughs> or a real cake. Result of a misunderstanding, we attempted to make things right with the customer by way of a gift card, the retailer told KTRK-TV. But what did the family say? It does not say. Oh, well, the family went on to say, like, they ruined this moment. It's this big moment. We're looking forward to this day. It's a graduation. And it was ruined by, you know, us not having the, the proper cake. Wah, 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 and wah. So, I do not join them in that emotion. I don't. Walmart, Walmart is such an easy target. Well, and here's my thing. Are they being so emotional to try to get more money out of Walmart? Yeah. Oh, it's Walmart. That's what I'm saying. Right. Easy target. And two... I feel like Walmart did them a favor of creating a really funny memory for the rest of their lives. Like, this will be a story that, do you remember when we cut into that cake and it was all styrofoam? Like That was awesome. That, like, that would be hilarious. Like, that story would be hilarious to me. And then we went back and we got, re, like, compensated yeah. for it and some. Yeah. You know, and I would probably make it a little bit better. So... But I'm, I'm going to judge them and say that they're, just based off this this story here, I'm going to say they, they're not going to think that. No, they're not. They're going to be jerks about the well, whole thing. It's like life. I tell people when they do public Could speaking and stuff like that. I'm like, look, worst case scenario is you throw up. <laughs> I said, if you throw up, you have given people. It's a good story. A story for the. Do you remember Forever. that guy threw up in the middle of his valedictorian speech? <laughs> yep. That was awesome. And I more said, often than not, the audience will be compassionate and be like, oh, oh man. Yeah. But they yeah. will laugh at you later on and tell the story. Like, yeah, man. like, you get up here if you think this is so easy you come up here and, and start throwing your speak. vomit on people yeah. yeah that's what i'm talking about <laughs> all right so if he did that i would love to well, go ahead what you want to no no police man crashed stolen car chased man with an axe found naked in a chicken coop there's a couple <laughs> levels to this a man is in custody following a bizarre manhunt that ended with him being captured naked inside a chicken coop in kirkwood been there new york police new york state police said it started when john maheen took pcp and <laughs> 20, 25 john crashed a stolen car into a guardrail on interstate 81 in kirkwood near the pennsylvania border tuesday morning Whoa. Mean allegedly tried to jump into the back of a pickup truck before fleeing the high the highway on foot. Authorities eventually learned that someone saw him hiding inside a chicken coop on Dual Road in Kirkwood. When confronted, the man said he, he was killing chickens, then picked up an axe and chased the homeowner. Police said he stole an ATV and drove about two miles to Springer Road, where he broke into a home and killed a dog. Oh, he was oh, then found. <laughs> he was then found hiding naked in a in a different chicken coop on How that many? road. How many chicken coops? <laughs> Maheen was taken into custody and treated for a dog bite he got while being arrested ironic cop dog right they must have whispered to that dog he's killed one of our own yeah. <laughs> right right and the dog went after him he was charged with a number of felonies including burglary robbery and aggravated cruelty to animals do wow better. how did he get naked <laughs> he wasn't arrested for lewdness I feel like that's a lot, that's a, probably a misdemeanor at that point like wow. when you're when you're comparing it to burglary robbery and aggravated cruelty to animals Wow, that's just a, that's a really disturbingly sad, awful, like, funny story. <laughs> like but. what that that's like from a movie. Yeah, like that is like out of this world. What was the like, name of that movie? Michael Douglas falling down, falling down. 
Oh, I That's love. who I like. I wanted to say that at the beginning when I was talking about all my. All I my love that movie. Uh, I like, want breakfast. <laughs> I love that scene. It um, just is ten thirty. But there's just so many levels, and like, I like, what did he do to get to the level where he's doing all these things and he oh. kills a dog? And what happened in his past? <laughs> he has had some needs not met. Right. Yeah, I would say so. Meet people's needs, folks. That's what we need to do. Jay. Or else you're gonna find a naked man in your chicken coop. But Good we, Lord. there are people that can't do better, and we want to talk about them. I want to tell you about my man, my man that I can't find his name, Tom Rice. Tom Rice is 97 years old. Oh, this guy. So oh. good. Tom Rice yes. stormed Normandy Wow, 75 years ago. Legend. It's unbelievable. He jumps out of the plane. He ends up getting caught on the door. This is 75 years ago. Yeah. Bangs back and forth on the door 75 years ago. Bullet hole through his parachute. Lands. Fights. Storms the beach of Normandy. Insane. Why am I talking about Tom Rice? Well, to commemorate that, 97-year-old Tom Rice parachuted onto Normandy again the other day. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. You got to see the pictures. You just He's such a man. He goes, it went perfect. Perfect jump, he said after his jump. Felt great. I'd go up, do it all again. 97. <laughs> well, and I watched the landing. Was not the smoothest of landings because he, he jumped tandem. With uh, with another guy. baby, <laughs> and then when they land, Do better, all that mind. stuff he did seventy five years ago. <laughs> well, they land and they kind of like roll, and the tandem guy rolls on top and like kind of like smushes him. Uh huh. And then like they just get up. He's like, it was he's, fine. He's probably German. And the guy was like, sorry about the landing. He was like, no, we're good. <laughs> Ninety seven. Tom yeah. Rice, more of a man than I will ever come close to being. And his pinky for me, man. If he walked past and I smelled him. <laughs> I would say, wow, that's more of a man than that's I'll man. ever be. You know what that smell is? You'd like grab your son. Ethan, Ethan, smell that. Yeah. That's man. That's manliness. He's like, eh, it smells like dust. <laughs> oh, no, I'm in trouble. Oh, man. But oh, can't do better. And thank you, um, veterans. English and, leather. And can I ask? Yep. Or brute, brute. I would Fabergé. love to hear what what are your favorite do-betters, um, speaking to the audience at this point? What yeah. are your favorite do-betters or can't do-betters that we've done recently? Because we've had some really, really interesting That's ones. some good ones. We didn't have anything in your pants in. today. No, we didn't. We What's could actually maybe put a poll pants? on Facebook to... Uh, Facebook? Facebook. That's the dark um, one. That's the at night one. To put a to put a vote out. We could probably do something like that. Yeah, I think I that'd take be care fun. Um, and yeah, thank you, veterans. Um, My goodness, we celebrate thank you, so you much. and we rejoice um, with you that, that you did an amazing job. That's why they call them the greatest generation. And Still nobody voted, but they're called the greatest generation. Right. Um, and on that note, leaving it on a high note with a can't do better unless, Brian, you want to say I don't. something. Thank we you, veterans. We will see you guys next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.